Welcome to Home Builder Happy Hour. This is Kelly. And Ryan. And we're serving up the latest trends in the home building industry to help you navigate this competitive market. So go ahead and pour yourself a drink, relax, and enjoy the happiest hour of the day with us. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome to the third episode of Home Builder Happy Hour. Today, we're going to be diving in or flying in to the world of drone technology and the use of drones in real estate marketing. If you listen to our episode on this year's digital trends, you might remember us talking about how people are looking for a simplified shopping experience. In this moment in time, you can shop online for anything like clothes, appliances, groceries, even cars. Well, now we're seeing builders like Taylor Morrison, for example, facilitating your entire purchase journey via their websites. Yes, buying a home online is now possible. One of the key marketing components aiding this online process is the use of drone photography and video. It's a great way to get more eyes on your product. Using a drone makes marketing for your homes and communities so much easier. Today, we're going to be digging into why that is and what you need to know about using drones. And we'll be bringing in one of our certified drone pilots, Brian Garcia, who's a talented videographer and drone pilot. He'll be helping us walk through what we've been doing for our clients. We'll be tackling two sides of this topic. First is the visualization of your product and attracting buyers from any location by giving them everything they wanna see right now in the moment and at their fingertips. And then on the flip side, we'll be talking legalities and how FAA laws are managing who and how we fly today. Let's dive into the visualization side of this. When it comes to showing off your homes, more is in fact more. The use of drones in your videography provides the whole picture of your product. It looks great on websites, landing pages, social media, paid advertisements, presentations, and blogs. Here's an important stat to consider. According to Appleton Creative, the average internet user spends 88% more time on a website with video. 88% more time is reason enough for us to recommend video be added to all of our clients' websites. It's equally important, if not more so, to add it to your social media channels. Facebook's average daily video views alone have jumped to a whopping 8 billion. That's 8 billion videos watched daily on Facebook. Holy cow is what I have to say about that. Niching this into the home building industry, MLS statistics show that homes with aerial images sold 68% faster than homes with standard images. Drones are making this possible in a couple of ways, by capturing features that standard photography simply can't, and by selling a lifestyle to the potential buyer. Drone footage allows us to showcase the entire property in a single shot, as opposed to several photos which research has shown most buyers won't bother scrolling through. An interesting piece of research done by the Behavioral and Experimental Real Estate Group tracked the eye movements of buyers browsing real estate online. They found that 95% of viewers spent the most time focused on that first exterior photo. After focusing on the main photo for 20 seconds, 
their eyes tended to flit all over the screen. Now we also know that over 90% of buyers are gonna start their search online, which is practically everybody, making it crucial that the very first photo they see makes an impact. The use of drones is especially significant to master plan community marketing as it can showcase expansive topography, pools and landscaping, water features, proximity to local amenities and other neighborhoods and collections, all in one graceful sweeping drone shot, especially when that's in 360. In the last year, we developed a product called GC Fly Tours. This product makes it so easy for future home buyers to tour your neighborhood and communities. They can essentially take a self-guided tour wherever they like or whenever they like that starts in the sky and flies right into each and every model Matterport. It could be a video and provides 360 views of all of your amenities. It's kind of like your website on steroids the next best thing to virtual reality. Our fly tours provide home shoppers with a 360 view of their future, empowering them to fall in love with your homes quicker and easier than ever before. The benefit of our fly tours goes way beyond just giving shoppers a wide lens of the homes they're interested in. The possibilities are endless. Uh, and just to toot our own horn, our fly tours come with embedded forms, you know, so your clients can, you know, submit their interests. Uh, they're VR compatible. Um, we integrate Google Maps so people know where they are and how to get around. Um, your Matterports get embedded directly into the fly tour so uh, the user can jump from one home to the next and uh, explore each model. Uh, you can integrate audio so that you can have uh, your own audio overlay if you want your sales agents to talk about that home. Um, custom icons to blend with your own marketing uh, graphics and scheme. Uh, a tour guide so that your sales agents can actually log in with a client and walk them through the tour. Um, and then, of course, analytics to see how everything is working. Now that you're armed with this vast amount of information about how drones can make your marketing more effective, we have Brian here to shed even more light on the topic. Brian, in your yes. words, what do you feel drone footage adds to a campaign? A drone, I believe, introduces a new perspective to the home buying experience. How often do you see a photo or video of an area but wonder how it looks within the neighborhood or community? So with a drone, you have an extra tool to help you identify the value of a property and assist you, whether you're buying or selling a home. You can showcase how far away the house is from a school if you have children, how safe your neighborhood is, or simply highlight how big the property is from an aerial view. While some drones have fairly easy DIY capabilities, why is it important to trust a professional with the drone work? From a commercial standpoint, you're required by the FAA to have a Part 107 license to fly a drone. This license confirms you have proper knowledge to operate a drone in a safe and responsible manner. You know, there are certain rules and limitations put in place to ensure that both people and property are safe in case of an accident. Which that brings us to uh, the other side in talking about legality. Uh, so drones only started gaining popularity just in the first decade or so. At first, uh, hesitations to use this kind of equipment had a lot to do with the FAA and getting uh, around their stringent rules. Uh, they hadn't really set up guidance for drones yet, um, which just in the last few years they've really started to, uh, to put out. 
So now with the rising interest in drones and as they've become more accessible, uh, the FAA has provided a little more leniency in their rules for drone usage. Per the FAA, the operations over people rule was given more guidance uh, just recently on April 21st, 2021. The amendment to this rule includes the following things. First, small unmanned aircraft or micro drones are permitted to operate over people provided that they meet a few specifications. So one, they have to weigh less than 0.55 pounds, uh, which is uh, a very small drone. Uh, there's only a few drones currently um, that operate at that level um, that you can use for commercial flight. And that weight limit includes everything that is on board or otherwise attached to the aircraft at the time of takeoff and throughout the duration of each operation. They can contain no exposed rotating parts that would cause lacerations. And no remote pilot in command may operate a small unmanned aircraft in sustained flight over open air assemblies unless the operation is compliant with remote ID. The ability of a drone in flight to provide identification and location information that can be received by other parties. Second, a remote pilot in command may only operate small unmanned aircraft over people if the operation is within a closed or restricted access site and all people on site are notified that a small UAS may fly over them or the small unmanned aircraft does not maintain sustained flight over any person unless that person is participating directly in the operation or located under a, a covered structure or inside a stationary vehicle that can provide reasonable protection from a falling small unmanned aircraft. So let me stop you for a second, because you said that in order to fly over people, that the drone has to be less than 0.55 pounds. And so coming from the non-techie person in the room who's drinking a latte right now, that's like half my latte. That's like eight ounces. How is that? How can that even exist? So that's where we get into uh, the new guidelines and how they're really you know, trying to manage this process of um, who can fly over people and what drones. You know, the big concern of the FAA is uh, having, you know, objects falling from the sky, you know, um, you know, from people that aren't, you know, trained or drones that aren't um, being properly maintained. Um, and if they do, that they're going to injure someone. Um, so that's where you get the limit on the 0.55 pounds, um, where if your drone meets that limit, you're pretty much approved. You don't have to go through the extra steps. Um, and there's really only one drone um, that is in the more commercial area space or one from the bigger drone providers, DJI, um, which is their Mavic Mini. Um, um, and that one just barely meets that criteria. Um, but once you actually add on some of the extra things, like you have to have guards for the blades, it may actually bring that weight limit over. Um, so, you know, so it's very close. But but now that these guidelines are there, you can believe that the bigger manufacturers are going to adjust their drones so that the next round is going to meet the different categories. So that was just category one, you know, when you talk about, okay, that's the approved version of being able to fly over people. But say now we're a, a commercial agency, we have larger drones um, and we want to fly over people. 
Um, well, they have additional categories now for that. So you have category two and three and four. Um, and category two and three is where us as a commercial, commercial agency wants to live. And that is drones under 55 pounds, um, being able to fly over crowds or people, um, you know, to get those type of events and those type of things. Um, but there's additional information because you have a heavier drone. They don't want it to, you know, fall on people, making sure that people are, you know, that these drones are maintained um, and that the manufacturers are doing testing um, so that um, they can provide that data that says, well, I have a five pound drone, you know, that was traveling at 15 miles an hour uh, and then it lost connection and crashed into the crowd. What is going to happen? You know, is someone going to get injured? You know, at what speed was it traveling? You know, what's the kinetic energy um, that it created? And that's really where the FAA is looking at is kinetic energy. So those category two and three levels of drones have to meet certain kinetic energy. So you can believe, and no one's been approved yet. No one's been approved in category two or three. Um, that's the process that the manufacturers are going through right now. Um, so you can believe there may be more requirements coming out or more uh, guidelines to say, oh, I need to put in, my drone into people mode, you know, so that it only can fly at a certain speed. It can only fly at a certain height um, to make sure that it's not going to um, go above the certain kinetic energy if it were to crash. Um, so these are the things that the guidelines now are there from the FAA. Um, but um, now the manufacturers need to, you know, get all of their stuff done and get approval from the FAA that says, yes, you know, now you can call yourself a category two drone. You can call yourself a category three drone and they will then have the ability to fly over those crowds with the larger commercial drones. Um, so that's kind of where that stands. And then there's a category four, um, which um really is about amazon you know um, and it's about the, oh like the delivering of packages correct so those are going to be um drones that may be even larger um and they're going to be allowed to fly over people but there's going to be you know maintenance records that have to be shown showing that these drones are um you know under strict maintenance guidelines um, because they're going to be frequent use, you know, they're going to be frequently flying over homes and all of that. So um, it's going to be more like an aircraft where, you know, you have to show, you know, that, yes, you are, you know, subscribing to the FAA policies for that drone, you know. Um, so those rules are um, getting more specific. But what's amazing or what's great with the drone um, um, technology or, or with what's going on with the drones right now is, um that the FAA is finally providing these guidelines. You know, before right. April 21st, there was no guidelines. You literally needed, you know, specific commercial, you know, flight so that you could do some of these things and you had to submit, you know, special um, certifications or requests and then give those approved, which would rarely be approved. So anytime you saw, you know, in the past couple of years of drones flying over weddings, you know, yeah. and, um, showing, you know, all the people, none of that was approved or legal. I see. Um, okay. So those things, <laughs> you know, people were just doing, you know, uh -huh. um, you know, illegally, um, right. you know, without maintaining the guidelines. So. Well, Ryan, it's amazing how much knowledge lives inside of your brain. 
it's, it's a lot of YouTube. It's very impressive. Here's <laughs> my question. Wait, here's my very brief question to Brian though, or, or you too, Ryan. Do we really believe that Amazon's going to be delivering packages to homes with a drone? I mean, really? To a certain extent, I believe. It, if you live close to one of their uh, warehouses, I believe they'll find a loophole or find a way to make that possible. It just seems very Jetsons-esque to me, you know? 100% Packages to me. flying all over our heads, you think? 100% that we'll eventually be <laughs> delivering that. And it, it may be just like Brian said, there's going to be limitations. So it's not going to be like, oh, you're living wherever, you know, and you get that drone package. Um, you know, but if you are within a, um, you know, an area, you know, that, that can be delivered, um, that, yeah, that's going to happen. That's so crazy. Crazy. They're already testing it. Like it's happening for some people, you know, uh, but in very limited testing scenarios. To summarize, flying a drone has finally been given full guidance and rules from the FAA. With this huge obstacle out of the way, your master plan community can take to the skies. When you trust professionals like us, you don't have to worry about the FAA rules, but you can rest assured that we can always get the job done professionally and quickly. Brian, would you say there's any cons to drone work in regards to the legality of it? I mean, if it means flying safe and responsibly, then no. I'm sure everyone's capable of driving a vehicle on the road, but with a proper license, you're able to recognize rules and drive safely for both other drivers and yourself. Awesome. Thank you, Brian. All right, if you're looking for some examples of how drone footage has made shopping for a home even easier, check out our website at gcflytours.com. Our base package currently includes pre-production site mapping for an optimal tour, up to 15 360 drone snaps shot and edited, custom GC Fly Tour platform setup and branding, and integrating up to 15 snaps with pinpoints to tour. Thanks for listening, everybody. We hope our insights on using drones in marketing your homes have been thorough and helpful. You can always count on us to help you navigate the ever-changing landscape of online marketing. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Home Builder Happy Hour. Make sure to follow us on all our social media pages to stay updated on what's happening at Get Community. You can find all of our social media handles in our show notes for this episode. We'll see you next time. And remember to make every hour in life your happiest hour.